This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Zach and I having a very particular lack of skills and not being able to find you and not being able to kill you. So don't kidnap one of us. But if you do, please make it be Zach. And we won't find you. (laughs) If we could somehow harness this lightning, channel it into the flux capacitor, it just might work. Next Saturday night, we're sending you back to the future. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that almost banged their mom. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) There's quite a bit of this in this movie. (laughs) Out of context. (laughs) Sounds really bad. In context, really still not that great. No, (laughs) it's not the best thing to say. Um, I'm Frank. I'm Zach. And today we are doing Back to the Future. Yep. My first time seeing it. You have never seen this movie all the way through. (laughs) Great Scott, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Uh... Uh, Did you like it before we started? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Um, But give us who's in it. I'll tell us what it's about, and then we can get into it. All right. So Back to the Future came out in 1985, which is weird because that's when this movie takes place. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was directed by Robert Zemeckis, Mm -hmm. uh, produced by Steven Spielberg. Yes. You have not that many people in here that I really (laughs) care about, but who you do have. You have Michael J. Fox playing Marty McFly. Yep. You have the great Christopher Lloyd playing Doc or Dr. Emmett Brown. Yep. Uh, you have Huey Lewis in here. I don't he know if you knew here, this. Yeah. Like he's yeah. he's doing the auditions for the band mm-hmm. um, because fuck it, they used one of his songs and throw him in. It's hip to be square. No, power of love. Yeah, I know, but it's hip to be square. Yes, is, that is the, is also Huey Lewis. That is their song. Um, you have Crispin Glover who plays George, his dad. Yeah, young and old. Yep. And then you have Leah Thompson who plays Lorraine, his mom, young and old. Right. And that is it. Yeah. And this is a movie about Marty McFly, and he's like a high school student, and he is accidentally sent like 30 years into the past, uh, and he basically ends up trying to go back to the present, which technically would be the future, Yes, uh, and meanwhile not trying to have sex with his mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, <laughs> and I, I had no idea that, that that was like such a giant thing in this. Uh, oh yeah, in this in this movie. Yeah, there's like the whole thing of like having sex with his mom, and then there's like a couple of weird like race things in it that yep. like I I was like uncomfortable with at yep. points because I didn't realize that like it was fully fully in it. Yeah. Um, and then like just rock and roll, man. Just had, rock and roll. Mar- man. Marty McFly invented the skateboard. He did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, or for for a first time viewer being in your mid twenties, mm-hmm. still a fun fucking movie. It is <laughs> like there's a lot to love about this film, and I personally hate oh. with a passion time travel shit. Yeah, I cannot stand it for like shows or movies because it's always the same thing. It's always played out, and it's always just like, oh, don't touch anything because you ruin the future. Yeah, but this movie gets a pass. Yeah, because, because it's just so fun. It's so fun, and they did it in like a very creative way. Yeah, of basically just like, it w- it was the first thing to be like, hey, I have to like get my parents together, otherwise I'll never exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for me growing up, like, that was, like, a huge thing of, like, oh, my God, like, look at this time travel <laughs> thing that's different. Yeah, yeah. Like, thank God I get something that I actually enjoy. <laughs> yeah. And it's definitely um, just a blast. Mm-hmm. The oh, I have w- one issue don't, with the film. Don't. I have one issue. Okay. And it's not, like, anything, like, 
terrible, but it is that of the character Biff. Yeah, fuck Biff. And it's not that... Okay, I understand that Biff is, like, the antagonist of the film. Like, he's kind of supposed to be, like, the jerk, the asshole, the, the you know, the bully, whatever. Mm-hmm. My only... And, like, that's fine. Is and it the I, rapey and, stuff? Yeah. yeah. So, like, <laughs> I, I, I like Biff as an antagonist. And I mm-hmm. like his character mm-hmm. of the douchebag. Yeah. But... He is he is straight up a rapist. Yes. And like just tonally that doesn't really fit the movie because it's such like a heavy thing to like to brush under the rug like oh this is a kids movie and here's this kid here's this like 17-year-old teenage who is legitimately trying to rape Marty McFly's mother. Yeah. And it just feels a little weird. Like it, it feels a lot weird, and it feels it like it doesn't really match, like, the rest of the tone of the film. Well, yeah, that's why, like, the the whole Biff thing really kind of, like, made me feel uncomfortable every time that I've watched this film. Yeah. Um, especially, too, like, towards the end, like, when they're in, like, the car at prom. That's, like, yeah, at its peak. That's, oof, that's rough. Yeah. Um, And, like you said, like, it's weird, because, like, it's such a lighthearted mm-hmm. film throughout it, mm-hmm. but then... You know, you have, like, some serious tones, too. Like, the Libyans, like, trying to kill Doc. Which and, like, is also kind of weird. Well, like, you know, you had but to also, <laughs> it, like, clearly, like, very racist the way that they fucking betray them. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess, you know, he had to get plutonium somewhere. Yeah. Middle East is probably the easiest place to get it. I don't know. I don't, I'm not a politician. <laughs> I'm just a guy who this, does this podcasts. This just exact claims he's not a politician. <laughs> Put that on your newspaper and read it. Uh, go ahead. Continue. But yeah, like what this movie does excel at is like such a lighthearted thing. Like I, I love Marty McFly. I yeah. think he really is like, even though he kind of comes off douchey at some points with Jennifer, his girlfriend in the mm-hmm. beginning, yeah, he still is like this genuine guy and like just is the epitome of the 80s, basically. Yeah, like yeah. he is an 80s kid. Yep. Like he, he skateboards, he listens to rock and roll, he plays guitar, he wants like a giant truck and he wants to go out with his girl. Yeah. And for me, like that, that was always the thing where it's like Michael J. Fox played this perfectly. Mm-hmm. And... Of course, Christopher Lloyd, like, just being such a character yeah. that, you know, he he really brings to life the idea His of His facial expressions in this movie just make it. Like, yes. the way that, like, when, you know, all right, so one thing about Doc, mm-hmm. they never explain, like, how Marty and Doc know each other. They're just friends. But, like, why? Why is Marty just friends with like a 60 year old dude i don't is like kind of weird <laughs> because like they, they're kind of they're kind of like oh this is my uncle but it's very clearly like a lie mm-hmm. but anyway th- that exact scene when um i believe it's the girlfriend right she like comes in and oh no 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 it's his it's his mom it's yeah, his lorraine. younger mom and lorraine like walks through and like doc is like looking at marty mcfly and there's just this shot of doc's face mm-hmm. when he's like yeah, yeah, like, I can't, <laughs> you have to just, like, see it. Like, I can't visually, I can't, like, verbally explain it. But it, it is just perfect. Yes. Like, the facial expressions that Doc has in this film really just make his character just elevated. Because mm-hmm. it's just, kind of like what we were saying last episode about Tony Collette's facial expressions. Like, Doc's facial expressions are so good. Yeah. 
perfect. Yeah, that's why. Like, that's just a testament to Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Like, I just think that that, like, is perfect for it. Mm -hmm. Another thing, too, I don't know if you realize, like, I I don't know if this is a Steven Spielberg thing, but he loves, like, weird inventions that don't work. What do you mean? Like, the beginning of this film, like, with all of Doc's shit. And then, like, everything in Gremlins with, like, the dad where it's like, hey, this is the toothbrush that's also everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he just likes inventions that don't work. Yep. I did. I did really find very funny. Um, actually, I don't even know because I after this after I watched this one, I actually watched the second one. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, you don't like the second one? I'm not a big fan. I, the it, only thing that I love. It's pretty much just the first one again, which is kind of like weird. But he goes into the future instead. Yeah, but I do like Jaws. What was it? Nineteen Jaws ten. Yeah. What do you, oh, that, well, that's actually what I was like bringing up oh, okay. was like, so I guess that's the second one, right? I don't, mm-hmm. I, yeah. So the second one is like where it's like, cause it's a, it's a Steven Spielberg production. So like, it's pretty funny that they had like Jaws 90 and yeah. it's just like, <laughs> and it's just like this giant, you know, like uh holographic shark coming down. I'm like, right, that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's not even in this movie, but it's still pretty funny. No, it, it's the best part of that movie. <laughs> that and the shoes. The Which shoes you, are so cool. You can actually buy the shoes, but like it's it's thousands and thousands yeah. of dollars. Yeah, they're really and they do actually sell fleece, which yes. is pretty cool. Um, it, it is actually really awesome. But anyway, yeah. So like this, you can't dislike this movie. No, honestly, this this is one of those films that like they come around once in a lifetime. Yeah, and, and like you can't remake it, mm-mm. and if you do, you're gonna fail. Like yeah. it's not gonna be as good, and it's so just infamous like this film is just like again like me never seeing it Mm -hmm. i still know how significant back to the future is and that i guess is just a testament to how fucking good the movie is like Mm -hmm. that's pretty it's just plain and simple this is a this is a movie that literally anybody can enjoy no matter what age you are like it's very rare because like so my girlfriend's got a little a nephew who's like eight i think Mm -hmm. and Whenever, like, you know, if it's, like, whatever, like, a Sunday evening, it's, like, okay, you want guys want to watch a movie? If he's there, it's, like, okay, we have to watch something that he can also watch. So, we can't be watching, like... There will be blood. Yeah, like, we're just <laughs> not going to watch that, right? And, like, this is a film that comes around once in a while where, like, literally the entire family can enjoy. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, from start to finish. Because he's, like, one of those kids now that, like... And it's so unfortunate, but, like... He's one of those kids that, like, growing up in this day and age, mm. he needs to be, like, constantly stimulated. So, if there's any, like, downtime, even in a movie that is meant for kids, like, if there is a point in which characters are just having, like, dialogue, he gets very, like, bored mm-hmm. very quickly. And he just wants, like, action, action, action. But even he, like, from start to finish, he, lo- like, I showed him this movie from mm-hmm. the start, and he was like, let's watch the second one. I'm like... Uh, not right. Like not tonight. And then like, <laughs> you're like, no, let's watch the second one. <laughs> so like, he's like, all right, let's, uh, I'm like, maybe not tonight. Like maybe tomorrow. So then we watch the second one. And then immediately he's like, I want to watch the third one. I want to watch the third or third one. And I guess that one's a Western. I never, I, haven't I, seen that I one personally yet. like the third one a lot more than the second one. Okay. Yes. It is a time travel movie, but it's more of a Western. Like he fights like Billy the kid and everything like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm probably going to watch it just to finish it off. Cause now I've seen two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely like a rare movie where literally anybody. I think will enjoy this film. Yeah, because there is like a. I think this is a PG film. Yes, but like they get away with cursing too, which yeah. is cool. So like yeah. you have something for the adults. You have like the innuendos. <laughs> adults only come from to movies for cursing. <laughs> <laughs> That's mostly what they do nowadays. 
Um, but like you have like stuff like the innuendos and everything like that, like the whole thing with his mom, like that's more for like, okay, kids aren't going to pick up on this. Yeah. But then you have like, you know, Doc being like so over the top, mm-hmm. like that's really for kids. You have like the whole idea of like, you know, the car and like time traveling, that's for kids. The DeLorean is really cool. I love DeLoreans. Um, they just look, I mean, like they're, they're kind of just whack cars, but well, like, yeah. They just look. They really, look so. Cool. It literally looks like a like a spaceship. Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like what Elon Musk is trying to do with like the <laughs> Cybertruck and yes. stuff. Like they're just really just very angular and just really just interesting looking cars. Like the, the back the end doors. of that car is fucking beautiful. Yeah, the doors for me is like what yeah. gets me is like yeah. how it opens. Mm-hmm. I guess too they didn't produce like a lot of them. I think they only produced like I don't know like five thousand okay, of yeah. the cars. Um, so to like get your hands on them. You gotta and in like and in like decent shape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fucking probably millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think quite that much, but <laughs> but it can't go more than eighty miles an hour. Yeah, right. So well, eighty-eight, right? That's like the thing. Eighty-eight miles an hour. Well, eighty-eight miles an hour, and then you time travel, you so time you can travel. only go eighty miles. Eighty-seven. An hour. Yeah, eighty-seven. You can, t- you can is... tap out at eighty-seven. <laughs> um, you time travel at eighty-eight. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and you know, like generally, like. All of the effects actually still look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Even too, like towards the end when they're at prom and like uh, Marty's looking at his hand like disappearing. Yeah, like that was a really cool effect. Yeah, and, like very subtle, but it worked. Mm-hmm. And like I like that they do like some of like the makeup on yeah. like the parents who like are you know these these young actors who are trying to portray older forty year old. You know, it looks weird. It it, do, it definitely like doesn't look great, but it's still like passable for sure. Like it's again, it's like kind of like what we were talking about on last episode about like bad CGI. Like I give it a pass just because it's such a lighthearted film anyway. Like yeah. I don't, I, I'm not gonna hold it against it because of restrictions or whatever that they had back in that like you know back in the 80s like mm-hmm. it, it it's still very much like it's not so bad where it's like oh my god this is unwatchable like yeah. by any means but it is definitely like all right you know makeup's all right it's fine like <laughs> i get it so i have like a time travel thing too that i want to bring up because i was watching this with my dad last night because like I was like, hey, I'm going to watch Back to the Future. And he's like, really? Your dad's like, oh, God, I hate, I don't like that documentary of myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and then your dad just jumps Marty on his skateboard. and just. <laughs> <laughs> My weird uncle, quotation marks, comes over and he's like, we got to go to the future. <laughs> but I brought it up to him. I was like, like, asking him, so if say we time traveled, you and I, yes, we we were Marty McFly in this, okay, and we time traveled and we met our parents like when they were teenagers and we went through like this whole spiel, yeah, like when we came back, or even so, like when we like got to this age of like older adults, like wouldn't wouldn't the parents be like, you know, I know you from somewhere, like I I feel like I remember you, but they don't they kind of touch on that a little bit. Not even they don't no, like they they don't even touch on it. Then maybe that's the second one where they touch on it. I don't there, maybe they, there, there's one I don't remember which one it was, but I remember because again the reason why I can't remember which one was which is because the second one is basically the first one. Mm-hmm. Like he literally goes back into the back into the past again to then try to either try to keep the events that he did in the first movie the same. Mm-hmm. And like, there's just a lot of just like, oh, we're back. Like, there's literally like scenes that are just literally like just cherry picked 
from this first one into the second one, and then and then and then it's just another third per, like person point yeah. of view, and it's just like okay, like it is it's a little like confusing and like which one's which, but yeah. I remember I know in one of them they. Like the reason as to why Marty, I think it's the first one. I think it's this one that Marty is named Marty is because of when they were kids, they knew Marty, and Marty's the one that got the parents together. Well, yeah, because like at the end, Lorraine's like Marty. I like that name. Yeah, right. But like but that, I guess that like that's kind of as far as they go with it. Yeah, but like that's the thing is. Like, I get it, because you can be like, oh, like, I really like that name. Like, let's name our kid that, like, when we get older and get married and have kids. But, like, you're seeing this kid in this outlandish outfit for them of, like, the puffer jacket and the jean jacket. Yeah. And then you have your son who's wearing this. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you kind of be like, "Hmm, wait a minute. (laughs) Marty, (laughs) did you go back in time and almost kiss me? I get no, did, 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 oh, they did kiss. Yeah. Did, did you go back in time and I almost banged you? Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I guess it's kind of like he was only there for like what a week. Yeah. And the and the the human mind is so unreliable that like <laughs> I don't know. Like, would you would you genuinely remember somebody that you only met for a week and then remember their face thirty years later? Um. The amount of shit that he did, yes. You think so? Uh, he brought rock and roll at a time that did not have rock and roll. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. <laughs> he made a skateboard. But um, they weren't around for that, I don't think. No, they were. Was she? Oh, yeah, yeah she, she did. Yeah, she, she, saw, she saw him from uh, the the uh, where they were drinking their milkshakes. Yeah. Her, her and the girls. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, like I would remember shit like that. I thought like it that. was pretty funny, though, uh, the whole thing where like the mom is like this... You don't approach boys. Boys, mm. boys approach you. You, you know, blah 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 blah. And she does all. And that. she's like, I would never do it. You know, like when I was your age, like you know, I never did anything like this. And then you just realize that, like, oh, you were kind of a whore. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, a little bit. <laughs> um, but all that being said, mm. still a blast. No, yeah, that's why. Like this film is always one of those ones where it's like you're bored, you have nothing to do. This is always like a go-to where yeah. it's just. You're going to have fun. Yeah. The, gonna, have you seen what Crispin Glover has like been has done No. now? No, I have no idea. So Crispin Glover being Marty's father, mm-hmm. he like kind of has disassociated himself with these movies. Like he doesn't like the oh, fact being that a being part the, of it. Yeah. Like he just kind of like is like, ah, that's that was like in the past. Like I don't want to like, you know, talk about it anymore kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was like maybe 12 I remember this thing coming out where it's literally called Clowny Clown Clown, and oh. it's Crispin Glover making a music video and a song mm-hmm. about clowns, and it just shows you how how strange of a human being he is. Okay. And after this is done, after we're done recording, I want to show it to you okay. because it's so <laughs> odd, um, but he has just... You can kind of tell that, like, he's kind of like this weird guy, and and it's kind of like, okay, is it the acting? Like, is he supposed to be like that, mm-hmm. or is that just how he is? Yeah, like, is he just kind of like awkward and weird? Yeah, because like he really, like, he is supposed to be playing the character of like, A like geeky. the pushover kind of, but there's something about the way that he portrays it where it's just like, Crispin seems like a weird dude, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, like <laughs> off camera, like mm-hmm. he seems like a weird guy. Hmm. 
and I and I'm, I really, I highly encourage my recommendation. Just kidding, but my my pre recommendation <laughs> is to go on YouTube and, and find that video and be like, oh, that's what he's doing now because mm-hmm. it's very strange. Okay. Um. But anyway, I digress. The DeLorean's cool. Mm-hmm. They don't kill the dog. Thank God. They send Einstein. It, they, yeah, <laughs> Einstein. They they send into the future mm-hmm. and into the past or whatever, and then he comes back, and that's awesome. And then they alter history. They do. Yeah, because Doc actually reads the letter. Yes. And puts on the bulletproof vest. Right. Which is good because, you know, we need Doc. Yeah. We love him. This movie is, like, paced so well. Yeah. Because when we get to, like, the point of, like, the clock tower and the lightning striking, mm-hmm. it's, like, this real, like, fucking hustle and bustle to, it's like, intense. commit. Yeah. And, like, and like make this happen. Mm-hmm. And it's really awesome. Yeah. Like, my hands are always get, like, sweaty while watching this scene. Yeah. Like, just, like, you are just gripping my palms because yeah. it's, like... Oh my god, like are they going to make it in time and like, you know, the the tree falls and like the wire gets cut and then yeah, like yeah. doc has to like reattach it and <laughs> yeah, has yeah. like seconds left. Yeah, yep. Yeah. It's really intense and it's really awesome mm-hmm. and and it's just a fucking blast. Yeah. Like I don't know, like it's just a movie where I'm actually really glad that I that I finally like came around to see it. Like I'm there's glad. A, there are tons of movies mm-hmm. for me that I have just like n- I haven't seen. And a lot of them tend to be like like younger movie, like you know, kid movies that I a lot never of them saw. are Spielberg movies too. Yeah, I, I've never. I, you know what? Honestly, I'll admit it. I've never seen Jaws. Oh really? I've never seen Jaws. <laughs> we gotta do Jaws <laughs> at some point. Um, Jaws is awesome. And I just a lot of yeah. I I don't know. I've just missed. I've never seen any of the Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, I've missed. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just. You've only seen like a couple of the Star Wars films. I've seen the first three. You haven't seen Jurassic Park. Nope. I just I don't know why I just missed a lot of like those types of movies. I don't I think it's just like the household that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. It was like my dad was like, "All right, uh you're going to you're cuz like for me like my childhood memory film is like The Wizard of Oz mm-hmm. and it's like, "Okay, now that you're out of The Wizard of Oz, I'm going to show you Goodfellas." And like that's kind of <laughs> like like I just kind of missed mm-hmm. like all of the uh yeah you took a huge leap yeah yeah, yeah, exactly like i missed all of the disney films i haven't seen like any of the classic animated ones like lion king cinderella all of those i missed like i haven't seen any of those um and then like all of these classic kind of like childhood films that i was supposed to grow up with Mm -hmm. i missed and i just went straight into fucking just like i said like just legit like cinema like mm-hmm. film films and my dad is like you're going to sit down and watch the godfather yeah. <laughs> and 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 whatnot i'm just like okay and i love him and mm-hmm. uh, and you know it's definitely like an interesting thing but i i definitely feel like i did miss out on some like classics mm-hmm. you know i like the i did idea. see the iron giant though okay iron giant is great that's that's really cool I like the idea of your Sicilian dad being like, here, look at all these Italian movies. <laughs> this is us. This is, this is what future. we were born to do. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like as an adult, like you watching it for the first time, I'm happy that you really enjoyed it mm-hmm. because this is such like a famous film that holds a place like in cinema. Yeah. And it's, it's great. And again, like we said, it's kind of a, just a movie that you can turn on and anybody will enjoy. Like you put it on, doesn't matter who's in the house. You're probably all going to end up sitting down and watching it because it's just so fun. Yeah. Um, so ten that, flux capacitors out of ten. Wow, a ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. Wow, I did pretty good then. Um, all right, Zach. Uh, I what you got to recommend? So I found this guy on YouTube, um, and I need to look it up. Okay, so I found this guy on YouTube, and he's he basically does it's it's a channel about music. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't necessarily. It's more like news, and and he does like 
really he kind of like breaks down things and like shows you like music history and stuff like that. Um, and it's called Volk Volksgeist. And I don't know if this guy is like big yet. I don't know if he's kind of a small channel or what he is. I just, I literally just found him like two days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and overall he makes some pretty cool videos. He made a video that really caught my attention, which is I think it was called like the fall of Chance the Rapper. Okay, which I don't know if you, if you're even familiar with who Chance the Rapper is. He wears thirteen hats. He only wears hats. Yes, uh, with thirteen on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, I know who uh, he is. And like he does like this this really he breaks down like Chance the Rapper's kind of like rise to fame and like how how much potential he had, mm-hmm. and then what went wrong, and how Chance became like he he was kind of like idolized as this like. Christian rapper who doesn't curse and he kind of just makes like really like feel good feel uh, feel good songs that are kind of have like this you know Catholic Christian like undertone to them but anybody could kind of enjoy it at the same time mm-hmm. um, and early chance the rapper stuff is actually like really good so like pre an- another recommendation within this recommendation is like acid rap mm-hmm. um acid rap is a really cool mixtape that chance did and like chance is like really famous for being independent like he never assigned himself to like a record label so and and he's been famous for years and years and years without actually ever releasing an actual full-length debut album so it's kind of like interesting to see how this guy was able to maintain such a a following, a, a following, and, and become so famous, even though he never actually re- ever released a legit album yet. And then it's really interesting to see the downfall of Chance the Rapper mm-hmm. because he started releasing. He he released his debut and it was awful, like just straight up, just really, <laughs> really really bad, like awful. And he ended up having to like cancel his his uh his tour for this year pre COVID though mm-hmm. because nobody bought any tickets because like nobody cared. Oh, and, then, and then now he's getting sued by like his manager because he ended up like firing his manager and like doing a bunch of stuff. And it's just really interesting to like see like what is going on and like how he went from like and it almost kind of feels like overnight. Like he was literally like on this pedestal like this is going to be like the next it man mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden everyone's just like we kind of hate him now and it's really interesting to see so Volk- volksgeist kind of just like breaks down like he does like similar videos to that he does like 20 like top 25 lists where it's like mm-hmm. best albums of the year best albums of the month whatever it is um and just you know just generally like just music history and stuff like that and it's really really interesting and i think that you personally would like it just because you love music yeah um i'm interested and i'm sure that you know he'll he'll have a band or whatever that that is you know that you find interesting and then you know again of course you can get some cool music recommendations because like with his 20 with like his top list you maybe you might be introduced to like an album or an artist that you never heard of before Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you're like oh this is great and you whatever you find new artists so anyway, Volk, Volksgeist cool. uh, on YouTube. I, I recommend him. Nice. Zach, what are we doing next? Oh, Frank, you're going to hate me for this one. Oh, no. So the next episode comes out on Christmas Eve. Ooh. Now, Ooh. with that being said, with Christmas, there always needs to be a little nightmare beforehand. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> yes. No. Oh, the that. only reason oh, why... No. We're doing this is because you want it to lead up to this. It's Christmas Eve God that it's coming out. It. So we are going to be doing Nightmare Before Christmas. 
I just don't like Tim Burton. I know you don't, but he didn't actually do it. He just like produced oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought he I thought it was his movie. No, no, he didn't. Really? He, yeah, it's weird. He didn't actually direct it. He just Isn't like, it called Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas? Well, because I think he either he, wrote like, the screenplay. It? Yeah, or he presented it. But he didn't actually direct it. Which what? Is, yeah. I'm so it's, it's I, so I, weird. Forever I thought I've never even like fully watched it. Mm-hmm. I could, I thought it was a Tim Burton film. No. Oh, interesting. Okay, cool. You know how you know it's not a Tim Burton film? Because it's... it's because a- Johnny Depp and uh, Tim Burton's wife is not in this. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is the reason why. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, great. Here we are. Yep. You hate this. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, well... <laughs> Follow all the films. <laughs> you made your bed. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess uh, if you enjoy that movie, which I know a lot of people do, mm-hmm. then I guess you'll be looking forward to that. Um, and then if you don't, then you'll enjoy me fucking ripping it to shreds. Oh, yeah, you will. Uh, all right. So, Zach, take us out. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Now, Frank, if my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles an hour, you are going to see some serious shit. <laughs>